Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 105 of Zion's Finest. Holy smokes, it has been a while since I've recorded an episode. I looked, and my last episode was after the Gows freaking crushed UK Nationals, and we had um, them on to talk about Lothcats. I now have got um, Wintermute on the Slack. It's Pat. He's from up in Minnesota. Uh, he just stomped with, oh my gosh, oh, he won Gen Con with Jawas. Good night. Holy smokes. I never thought I'd see the day. We had a local player, uh, Robert Mosinger, who ran a Jawa Swarm. And I don't know if, it, it was actually really scary to play against, mostly because the box was built to not kill a Jawa Swarm. So I was always worried about it, but I never thought I would see it take off and do as well as it did. So I've got Pat coming on uh, to talk about how well he did. First off, I want to apologize. It has been a long time since we have recorded. It's been a little less than two months. To be quite honest, the reason we haven't recorded is because we have not had anything to talk about. We have got no new, no news from FFG, which sucks. And OP, I'm actually, so while I say I'm going to dog on FFG because they suck um, and they should do better about supporting this game, but... I have heard from a fairly reputable source, and by fairly reputable, I mean he is the person who I trust more than anybody um, regarding the state of OP, has let me know that FFG does continue to, does want to continue to support OP for IA. And that's fine. Like, uh, to be honest, obviously we prefer content, but as long as they're going to consistently support OP, then we can, we, we can do fine with that. And I realize that because I've been playing a lot of Destiny recently, and Destiny is, it's kind of a different beast because it's a CCG and they really do need content to be produced or the game will just fall off, right? Like if they're playing with a certain card pool. And obviously, you know, like their similarities, etc. But I guarantee you if they went a year without releasing anything for Destiny, it'd be gone. Like nobody would be playing it. As opposed to now, I think there's probably still around 100 to 200 people who are probably playing IA regularly, semi-regularly, or at least will show up to tournaments. And you just wouldn't see that with Destiny, which is insane because they've got so many people playing the game. Um, it's just like the nature of the games are different, right? It's a CCG and they need to have content being produced. Well, the problem has been with FFG is they're, they have just sucked with OP. I mean, we don't know when store, store championships are coming up, which we should have been gone. We, we should have had store championships, right? Like this past summer, summer season and store champ season. We didn't have them. We've got no news. We, we've heard through the grapevine that stores were required to um, apply for prime championships. And so we, here in Utah, we had we contacted our store owner, Gary, to make sure that he had contacted them, and he had. Um, but I don't, I mean, FFG is just doing a terrible job at getting the news out for IA. I mean, it's just because they're not putting resources into it. So, But if they're, if they're serious about continuing to support OP in terms of releasing kits and things like that, then... Like I am, I I love what the community can do with it. The IACP is going strong. I mean, Chris Emick is working like a dog to get community feedback, to build and improve the game. And let me tell you something. Like, if I was in charge of the IACP, I would not be listening to what people say. Right? Like, my my mindset is to. I've got a vision. I'm going to do the vision. That is not how Chris Hammack works. He is all about gaining input and consensus and man alive. He is trying to make that IACP thing work and he's got, they've got tournaments. IACP major tournaments are going to be happening. So it doesn't matter what avenue of the game that you're interested in. You, we can, we can make it work. So man, that's a long rant ramble. Um, but 
I just want to say, sorry that it has been so long. I am excited to see how the next few months are going to go because primes are going to be kicking back up. Nova is going to be starting next month, and we know that it's going to have a good turnout. The Carolina boys are going to, going to be heading up to that. Hopefully we'll get a good uh, turnout from the East Coast, and we can see how the post-Spectre shakeup continues to work. And then besides that, I mean, we've got no other major news. If you've got any tournament results, I would love to, to get wind about them. I still, I never uploaded World's tournament results into our Google Doc. I mean, like the Google Doc hasn't been updated in forever. I guess not forever. It has not been updated since before World's. Because like with World's, I was just so, ooh, what's the word? Like, I have never loved playing with people more than at Worlds. Like, I had so much fun playing IA with our community at Worlds, mostly because I knew we knew everybody, right? And it was just so awesome to have that experience of being together and just seeing... And this is something you hear from people who play X-Wing or Legion or Destiny or whatever who play IA, is that there's, like, our community is not... Like, there's not, like, teams, right? Like, in Destiny, there are teams who play Destiny, who, who, like, in, you know, their different camps. They, like, for the most part, get along, but it's clear, like, they're kind of in, like, distinct camps in terms of, like, when they go to tournaments. And there is just nothing like that with us. And, oh, my gosh, I could go on forever about how much I love playing IA with you guys. However, <laughs> that being the case, world, the world's meta really, I think, put that nail in the coffin regarding, um, like, it was clear that things just could not continue as they had been um, like with Spectre and everything like that. And not only that, I think Spectre did a lot to, to um, kill like the nascent, like people's efforts to build up like small communities, right? Like it's just really hard to have people who either want to play Spectre or don't want to play against Spectre, right? Like how do you manage that? It just didn't help at all. So what we're hoping is that we can have a stabilized OP season, and we can just kind of see where the meta goes over the next few months. The LVO, the Las Vegas Open, is going to be happening in January, February. We should have primes in between now and then. So I'm expecting that we are going to have a ton of fun over the next few months. And we want people to stay engaged with the Slack channel. We, there are so many things to do on the Slack. Even if you've kind of lost your love for IA, we've just got lots of great discussions going on. We've been playing Blood on the cl Clock Tower. And oh my gosh, never mind. I should not recommend that to anybody because you'll have a heart attack because you will be the sole voice of reason in a sea of chaos, and that will just drive you insane. Not that I'm speaking from personal experience or anything. Okay, I've officially started to ramble. I love you all so much. I am so grateful for your support. I cannot wait to hear Pat's report on how he did at Gen Con with his Jawas form. Let's turn it over to him. All right, I am now joined by Pat. He is going to start with an introduction of himself before we start talking about the madness that was Gen Con. Pat, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, hey, um, so my name is Pat Christians, and I am from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I guess I've been playing Imperial Assault since just before Return to Hoth came out. I think probably like everybody else in the world, I started with Campaign, and then I got into Skirmish and really liked it, so I've been playing that for since then. Wow, that's crazy. Return <laughs> to Hoth, that was like December of 2015, 2016? Something like that. Man, it's been a while. Yeah, happened. probably 2016. That's something. Yeah, like, I think maybe, that. No, I yeah. don't know. I think it might have actually been 2015. I think or, you're right, because I think, yeah, because I think the first Worlds I played in was 2016. So that oh, that's sense. awesome. Tell us about uh, your, so tell us about your experience at Worlds. So you're in Minnesota, so it should be easy to yes. go to Worlds, except when they yes. hold it at, you know, Chicago. 
It's true. World <laughs> is extremely convenient for me. It's like a 10 minute drive from my house. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So tell us, what have you uh, run at previous worlds? Um, the first worlds I went to, I played a Bantha rider list. Okay. That was pretty standard. I think it was like a Bantha and a set of HKs and Bosk and Gideon 3PO. It's so like a beast machines list. Yes, it was exactly that. But yeah. with, I think the only kind of weird thing was I had Bosk instead of a second set of HKs, but that mm. wasn't that weird. It was pretty good. Bosk used to be a Bosk machine. Bosk is sweet. Yeah, yeah. Bosk is awesome. One-shot Stormtroopers all day. Yeah, absolutely. And they could never kill him, right? Yeah, yeah it was awesome. T- tossing a blue-green into a white die built-in block, that used to mean something. So, And it meant yep. something again when we had Ezra, freaking it's Ezra. But. <laughs> but now you need white die with two blocks. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. White die with a block is a sweet defense roll. Yeah, really it is. Good. Yeah, it used to be really good. What did you play the next year? Um, I played a Rancor list. Which was, I don't know, I think it was Rancor and Shyla and a set of Gamorreans and a set of Weakways and Gideon and 3PO. Okay, so that would have been, that's like the Jabba's Realm, obviously, the, yep. that world. It was where everybody was running double, double Weakways. Yep. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, that, ra- <laughs> that Rancor probably didn't do too hot against the double Weakways. No, it's just, I love Rancor, but yeah. it's sad. <laughs> So, so, so cool, so prone to the Hunter Alpha. It really, it really, I did get my Rancor one shot in a practice game one time. Oh. Like, like one shot, like one attack, one shot. Oh, man. I was not a happy man. (laughs) I can believe it. Uh, Isn't it funny that the Rancor came out at the same time as Hunters and, like, when Hunters and Pirates became a thing, and you're like, how, like, how did that happen, right? Yeah. How did they look at, like, that power curve and think, like, okay, like, pirates can do this, and the Rancor can do this. Oh, my gosh. Man. Yeah. Because it's, like, a reasonable figure. Yeah. You can do a lot of fun stuff with it. But I think the Rancor just needs, like, honestly, like, 10 more health or something like that. And then, <laughs> then like, now we're talking, right? Yeah. Because I think it should be tanky as hell. It should be, but. right? Like, it, it absolutely should be. So... Okay, so that was um, Worlds number two. Worlds number three was my first world. So okay. what did you run that, that year? I ran a very weird list with IG-88 and a Bantha Rider. Oh. And I think Onar and Greedo and a couple, probably Gideon and 3PO. Oh, that's a fun Maybe list. Java. It was cool. It was a cool list. It was kind of swingy. Yeah. But like when it worked, it was real, it was real good. Ooh, that, sounds but, very, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting list. Not as interesting think, as the list you took to Gen Con. But. Mm, I think it was probably more interesting. I don't think it's as good. Really? Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's fine. It's a, it was a weird list. It was Let a fun me tell list, you though. something. Let me tell you something. People have won big tournaments with IG before. I don't think people it's have true. won tournaments with Jawa Swarms before. It's true. So, awesome. Um, and you said you played campaign. Yeah. Do you, it sounds like you play as scum like your preferred skirmish faction. Um, yeah, I really like playing Scum. Just because, um, like, there's a ton of options in terms of list building, things like that? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably... They have all my favorite figures, I guess. Okay. That's probably most of it. Like, there's some Rebel... In, I mostly just pick based on, like, which figures I like. So there's some Rebel and Imperial stuff I like. Yeah. But most of the Imperial stuff I like isn't super good. Yeah. And <laughs> there's not enough Rebel stuff I like to build a good list. Like, yeah. Dracada's awesome, but... Oh, Dracata, she's a beast. You need, like, Dracata plus a 
I don't know, 31 points of something else. Yeah, what would be awesome, what we always say would be awesome is if, like, they had figures like Dracotta, but, like, single-figure Wookiee warriors, right, that were like Dracotta, you know, could, like, do some blast damage or something like that. Yeah. Thought, Man, that would be, be that would be fun. If I could build, like, a Dracotta Chewie list, that was good. That'd be real fun. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, all they, like, what FFG needed to give us was some really good Wookiee cards, right? Like, not, like, on the lamb or even, like, the Hunter <laughs> Suite good, but just, like, something yeah. like that, you know, like adrenaline, adre- more adrenaline, right? Like, yeah. So something that's a little bit more consistent, something like that. Ooh, man, that would have been scary. Yeah, or if Chewie's just a little bit better. Yeah, that's true, right? Just... He just kind of says, like, so many, like, the little things about his fix. Just, like, that's, like, don't work. Not yeah. He's, like, he's just, he's, like, bol- far enough below the power curve. And also, he's, like, going to be compared, right? You're, like, okay, well, if I want a hard-hitting smuggler, I'm going to take Han, right? Yeah. And if I went, want a hard-hitting Wookiee, I'm going to take Dracana, right? Right, so, yeah. But if you know. could, like, double slam. I know. That'd I mean, be sweet. If you could, like, freaking dodge on your white die. Yeah. Like, white, white. die with no dodge is saddest thing in the world it really is right like you're like i've got a one six chance to blink this thing right like and realistically i'm looking at adding an evade yeah uh, like a kid doesn't even convert into something good yeah oh uh, yeah. it's, it's poor chewy oh, man let's we, okay we could talk about that all day <laughs> all day um okay awesome so maybe let's what we can do now is um, as I explained in the intro, you won Gen Con with an awesome list. So tell us what the list was, how you built it. Just give us the process leading up to going to Gen Con. Okay. Um, I will give you the actual list first. How about that? Um, Perfect. Okay. So my list was I had Sabine, Hondo, uh, six Jawas, so two elites, four regulars, many as you can take, uh, Chopper, C-3PO, Jabba, Black Market, and Temporary Alliance. So that is amazing. Yes, it's a cool list. And then the uh, I think probably equally important is a command deck, which yeah. is basically you can build a pretty easy command deck for it if you just look for every single card in the game that it says the phrase victory points on it. That's right. And just kind of jam it in a list, which is basically what I did and then didn't really change it that much. Um, so the command deck is on the lamb, second chance, worth every credit, tools for the job, Utini, pickpocket. Mm. Price on their heads, dangerous bargains, black market prices, negation, celebration, rebel graffiti, take initiative, planning, and element of surprise. Wow. Uh, yeah. Man, that is crazy. Cards like worth, uh, not, uh, yeah, I think it is worth every credit. Like, those are the cards that I'm like, oh, man, it just seems like it's not consistent enough, blah, 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 right? Like, those are the cards I think I would have cut if I was building this list. Yeah, but it gives you points. It does give you points. I can't. <laughs> I cannot deny it. So tell us about that. Like, okay. how was it? Like, so you think I'm just going to toss all the point cards in, but you know, in testing and processing that, you know, in terms of like play testing it, how was it that you decided to either keep it or you know, like if there were any changes that you made, help us help us with that. Okay. Well, so I guess I first had the idea for this list, like back when I started playing skirmish, when I was looking at cool cards like uh, dangerous bargains and yeah. first strike. And wondering if you could just build a list where you just got a bunch of free points. Yeah. And then it was when Return to Hoth came out, so that was like three cards, and you obviously couldn't. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> so if you fast forward to like six months ago, I think it was like a little before Worlds, I just finished playing Regionals, and I was playing Spectre Cell, and I wanted something else to play. So I figured I would see if I could make that list work, because... Tyrants of the Thal added Sabine and Hondo, 
who are both pretty good figures for that kind of list. Absolutely. So I decided to see if there was maybe, like, finally a critical mass of victory point cards that you could just make the list where you just get a bunch of free points. And it turns out that there is. Yes, indeed. So I basically just jammed all those cards into my deck and built the list. I think the original version of my list had R2 instead of Chopper. Okay. And, or maybe Gideon. I think I kind of vacillated between Gideon and Chopper and R2 for a while. Those are the major things I changed. And what made you pick um, Chopper over? Um, so I started with Gideon... And then I cut him for R2. Because, like, like, value, right? Yeah. But then I had, like, three focuses, which is kind of nice, but ended up being a little much. Yeah. Because, like, once people start dying, then it's like, oh, cool, I can focus these regular Jawas, which is okay, but not yeah. like, the best. So then I cut him for R2 because R2 is good. And yeah. then it turns out I actually had too much command card draw. Because <laughs> you have, like, R2D2 and, Cha- or and, and Jabba. Black Market and Jabba. Yeah, like, that is go through crazy. Your really fast. Because as is, I get through my command deck by the end of, like, round three. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Did you say you have planning in your command deck? Yeah. And Black, and black market. market. Yeah. Yeah, so you're... And Black like, Market prices. Yeah, you're going to get, so, like, everything here. Yes. So then I cut him for Chopper because I love Chopper. Yeah. And then that worked out pretty good because then I have Chopper. Yeah, Chopper is man alive. If, you know, Spectre taught me anything, it's that Chopper, even outside of Spectre, is such a pain. Right. Oh yeah, he's super annoying. Oh, he just kills your opponent's game plan. Yeah, he's he's vastly better if you act out activate your opponent too. Oh yeah, that's a great point. Because then, like, they have to take the terminal before you go chopper. Oh man, every time, or, or just give up the card, right? Right, and like either way, I win. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I did a little bit of messing around with the command deck. Uh, basically, all the cards that just like give you points, I never cut. But I think I vacillated between like element of surprise and urgency, and I originally forgot to put worth every credit in it because I really forgot that it existed. <laughs> yes, of course. Definitely <laughs> put that in, and then second chance is probably like the two point slot that I wasn't really yeah settling anything on. But I played it because it's okay. Yeah, and I, I mean it keeps if it can keep Sabine or Hondo alive in order to like you know, do Hondo's touchdown dance or Sabine, right? Like with her yeah. rebel graffiti and her grenade. Sabine can get more value out of a single figures activation than anything else without playing like a crazy suite of hunter cards. Right. Yeah. Sabine's like, pretty sick. She's disgusting in terms of what she can do. Yeah. I mean, I think my primary use for second chance was to sell it to black market, but I think my secondary use was to be annoying with Hondo. Yeah, so of course that works. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But yeah, so I put the list together and tried it a couple times. It was before Worlds, so everybody was testing for Worlds. Yeah. And it was really, really good. Really? Yeah. And I wasn't going to go to Worlds anyways, so I didn't have to try and decide if I was going to take it to Worlds. Yeah. Which was probably good, because I might have... Because it's basically a choice between that or taking Spectre Cell, which I yeah, absolutely. Like, knew was pretty good. Yeah. But I would have been extremely tempted to take this to Worlds if I'd gone. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, it's fun. It's kind of like a, a spoiler list. People aren't planning to play against it. They might not know how to play against it. Yeah. I only got to play a couple games against Spectre Cell, but I think it was actually pretty decent against Spectre Cell, even. Just because you're able to leverage each kill, right? Like, to... Because I don't have to kill anybody. Yeah. I think I played one game where I killed Hera. Yep. Like, that's C- it? Celebrate, price on their heads. Yeah. Do all of that to yeah, get... Just still win. 
Yeah. So it and was how, dumb. Yeah. So is your is the philosophy you use the Jawas to you know do like their teeny stuff and spread out and get objectives? Is that kind of the game plan? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So I have to get like a couple kills, which is mostly what Hondo and Sabine can do. Yep. And then Jawas can do cleanup, run objectives. And you've got how many cards. figures do you have? Eleven. Yeah. And so, eleven activations. Eleven activations, man. That's yep. crazy. So it makes it so that. Like, even with Spectre, right? Like, they're going to be wasting their powerful shots on white die Jawas. Yes, that's the other important part, is basically everybody in the list has white dice. Yes. Because I realized that with there's so much Pierce 3 running around between, like, Vader and everybody in Spectre Cell, just everyone with a a lightsaber, like, they're... Is basically no point in having a black die. Like no. if you have a black die, you might as well not have a defense. That's die. it. I I mean, with my when I when I ran the pirates at Worlds, I just like in all of our testing, we knew like if any if anyone besides Chopper hits a pirate, we just assume they die, right? Like we yeah. know they're gonna die, right? So it's just all about positioning and everything like that. They're yeah. like their black die just did not matter. Greedo was a little bit of a different story, um, but you know. All your black die pirates, doesn't matter. Might as well be Onar, right? Like, not rolling the die. So. Right. Yeah, so if you have white die, you at least have, like, a one in six chance to live. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Awesome, awesome. So you don't go, you didn't go to Worlds this year, but you continued playing, practicing, and refining. Yes. So I, much to probably everybody I've been playing with in Minnesota's <laughs> dismay, I have been playing this list pretty much nonstop. Yeah. Since then. Well, they got to they gotta deal with it. Well, it's true. Everybody well, was really nice and helped me practice a lot. There you go. That's right. And now I will play something different. There so, yeah, I basically played it a whole bunch up until Gen Con. Okay. And then changed a couple things. I think I told you. But pretty much the core of the list is pretty much unchanged. Awesome. Then, Very awesome. Yeah, took it to Gen Con. Okay, let's, so let's like dive into that. So first off, um, with Swiss, how many rounds of Swiss did you play? There were 19 people, so we did four rounds of Swiss and then a top eight cut. Okay, so let's go through those, um, the, the Swiss rounds really quick. Who did you play? So the or first round... did you play, I guess? Okay, the first round, I had a bye. Okay. Because there were an odd number of people, so I got the bye. Okay. So that was very exciting. There you go. <laughs> all, all, all that way to drive, and here's your bye. Yes. I was like, man, I could have been at Gen Con some more. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> um, right. So then the second round, I played against uh, Scum Hunter List. Okay. Who's running, I think, Double Weakways and Onar and Hondo and a set of Gamorreans. Okay. So it's slightly weird. Yeah, like a little bit of a little bit more beef instead yeah, of just was like, like straight Hunter Alpha. Yeah, it was like six acts because I think he had Jabba. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, it was a little odd. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we were playing on the AI mission on Tarkin. Oh, boy. Yeah, which is normally super good because yeah. you can get a lot of points on that map. Yep. And it turns out that uh, my opponent got all the points on that map. Oh, he did? And I lost. Yeah. Um, I didn't do, I don't know, he did a pretty good job controlling the terminals where they're at. Like, yeah. he had a Gamorrean sitting on, like, the bottom terminal for, like, the entire game. Interesting. So if I want to go, like, get the points off it, it's, like, an extra movement point to get there. And it's a whole thing. Man, that is yeah. really interesting. So he's yeah. just able to hold... Because that, that's exactly right. If he lets that rogue AI start running around, right? Like, yeah. you're just going to be able to score... Well, like then he kept getting it. And, like, he had basically had the bottom two terminals, and I had the top two. Mm. And, of course, it kept bouncing between the bottom two. So. Of course, of course. Yeah, I think he ended up getting, like, 18 points from it, that mission. Woo. Yeah. So, huh. 
I barely lost. He was able to grab two of the terminals in one activation with Hondo. Oh, man. Because I think he, he needed it to bounce right, but it was like two and three, so. Okay. Yeah. If he hadn't done it, I think I was going to win on my next activation. Man, that is but, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I bombed Hondo in at the end of round one to try and kill the Gamorrean that was on his terminal. Mm. And then he played Stealth Tactics, and I did like two damage. Oh. <laughs> focused Hondo, and he didn't pay me. Oh, <laughs> it was terrible. Feels, oh, that feels <laughs> bad. That didn't go great. That feels real bad. Yeah. All bad. right, so one and one. Yes, so it was one and one, because I got the win from the bye. And then third round, I played, we played on Blitz. I played against uh, Brian Vandergalian. Who oh, yeah. Gen oh, man. Brian is one of my faves. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. I love Brian. And we actually played Jawa Swarm Mirror. He played the Jawa Swarm? He played a different Jawa Swarm. What? Yeah, he had a different list of mine. So we still had six Jawas, but then he had IG and Under Duress. Oh, interesting. So it was a strain okay. list. Yeah. It was a cool list. That is cool. Yeah. And it was the one time in the tournament I was extremely happy that I had 11 activations because he had 10. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so I think that mission he kind of deployed his guys up a little too far. Yeah. So I was able to get a lot better shots on his Jawas with my Jawas okay. than he could. So I won the Jawa fight pretty hard. Okay. And then pretty much went from there. IG-88 didn't really do that much. Okay. He rolled up and killed a few Jawas at like the end of the yeah, I mean, man, round. IG into a Jawa swarm, right? Like, yeah. It's like, what are you going to do with that guy? Shoot your your red, red, green into a white die three-figure unit, right? Like, ooh, that feels bad. Yeah, I feel like any time I have opponents big figures attacking my Jawas, like, even if they die, it's like, oh, I think I've already won. Yep, exactly. It's like, this is the exact trade I was hoping to make. Yeah, because if your IG just, like, rolls up and, like, kills two Jawas... Yeah. And rolls off and like kills two more Jawas, like you're not getting twelve points worth out of him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so poor, so poor Brian. What ma What mission was that? Uh, Blitz. Okay. Ooh, interesting. That is yeah. Man, what a setting up that probably took like twenty minutes. Blitzing all <laughs> of your forty-seven figures onto the map. Yeah. Yeah, but then the actual rounds go pretty quick. Yeah. It's, it's Blitz. Yeah, that's so. exactly right, because people just start dying. Yep. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right, and so you're two and one. Then uh, yes. who's your round four opponent? I played against one of the Michigan guys, uh, Lance. I don't know. I don't think I played him before. Lance Streeter? No. Maybe. I think that's Logan Streeter I'm thinking of. Yeah. I'm what, not was, sure what list was he running? He was running a Rebel Hero list with... Oh. Apparently, he had Ahsoka. I don't remember what else. Oh, well, then. You know, man. Han. He, or he had Han. I remember he had Han. You know, oh, okay. Rebel Hero stuff. Han, Ahsoka. And what map were you playing on? So, we played on Tarkin Weapons, and I'm trying to remember what I did. Oh, yeah, that was the map I ran Hondo down to the bottom point so I could get two points from him at the end of the round. Yeah. Now, yeah. explain to us. Some people might not know how that works. Oh, no, I just ran him to the control point, the terminal. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. Points. Not to get a touchdown. No, no. It's pretty hard to get into your opponent's deployments on round one. Yeah, indeed. If you could, I would probably try and do it every mission. Yeah. Which would be a terrible idea. I mean, Tarkin's like one where if, you know, it wasn't for your opponent going to kill him, you could do it because they're close, right? They but, are close, yeah. And it doesn't require an action or anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I ran him to the point to get two points in round one and figured... Okay. Uh, he probably wouldn't die to Hounds and a round shot in one shot. Yeah. And then he uh, definitely did that. 
Of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course. Because Han is also dumb. Yes. Yeah. Like, I knew he had the shot on. I was just like, he'll probably be fine. <laughs> oh, oh, Han. Han, yeah. Han, Han. That's interesting because, um, like, the thing is with weapons, Tarkin weapons is, like, my most favorite list with the box because I just put a red weapon on Dracotta and who cares whatever on Han, right? Just so I can just shoot people. But against Jawas, right, like, I don't want to take my red, green, blue, yellow Skittle shot plus a billion splash yeah. damage with Jakarta and shoot a white die three health figure right. that is not within like range, like two range of anybody, right? Like I'm just right. wasting a shot. Yeah, yeah, it's almost unnecessary. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, I'm gonna kill him or he's gonna dodge. And if he dodges, then I've wasted my like massively powerful attack to no effect. Yeah, yeah. Those weapons on Jawas are sweet though. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, you give them like any die, and they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, like they're they're a great unit, right? And oh, like yeah. what what they've done is like giving them a die, right? Like you give Han a another blue die, and it's like okay, like it increases his damage output by one or two, right? Like, but yeah. that's for a figure that costs ten. You give a Jawa a blue die, and all of a sudden you're looking at this blue, yellow, yellow die with amazing surges for a three cost figure, right? Yeah, and then like you the, can snipe people because you're rolling yeah. blue, yellow, yellow with two and eight accuracy and an Man, accuracy that, surge. Yeah, that I'd is. Hit, I'd hit people out to like seven, eight range with those guys. Yeah, I feel okay about that. Yeah, that <laughs> is amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I did do too much attacking with my, or too much picking up weapons with my Jawa. That Jawa's that mission though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he bombed Ahsoka in to kill people, and I managed to kill Ahsoka. Ooh. That's big. Yeah, I think I ended up getting like Ahsoka and Chopper in three PO, and then worth a bunch of points from all my other stuff. I yeah, don't like and I, that mission so well. And realistically, like that's all your list needs, right? Like all your your list doesn't need to kill your the entirety of your opponent's list. Like you're going to be scoring tons of points just with each pickoff, right? Like you could just yes. kill Han and win the game. Yes. So right. I figured it. Figured on average, I can generally get between 15 and 20 points from, like, my command deck and Jawas and Hondo and all my various shenanigans. That is a great so way to get to 40 points, then you need to make up, like, 20, 25 points between missions and figures. Okay. So if you can get, like, 10, 12 points from missions, you got to kill, like, 10 points of figures. Yep. Man, that's turns crazy. turns out is, like, two dudes. Or, wow. yeah, like, one guy. You can kill, like, IG-88 and be like, oh, look, I got 20 points. Yeah. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, that is amazing. Um, okay, so you beat the Rebel Hero list round four. So you are three and one. Yes. You make so, the cut. Yes, I made the cut. I think some of the two and two people made the cut. Okay. But I was glad I didn't have to find out if I was going to. Yes, indeed. So, <laughs> Was anyone so, undefeated in Swiss? I think so, but I don't remember who was. Okay, awesome. So, uh, so the cut is um, the next day, top yes. eight. Yes. Who did you play? I played uh, one of the other Michigan guys, Peter, I don't remember his last name. Okay. Who was also running Rebel Heroes list. Awesome. So I basically, spoilers, played Rebel Heroes for like the entire tournament. Good old Rebel Heroes. <laughs> there were a lot of them. A lot of the yes. Michigan dudes brought them and they all did pretty good. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, and they're just like a good play group anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So top eight was on fluctuations. Okay. And I think he had a... I don't remember. I think he might have had Dracotta. I think he had okay. Dracotta. I think he had Han. Yes, he did, because I remember he had basically the same list as uh, Brian Mark, so I played in top four. 
Okay. So it's like Han and Dracada and Sabine. Like, this is like what I think of as, I think of this list as like Jamal's heroes, right? Like, this list that Jamal practiced and played and refined, right? That is three main hitters, three scary hitters. Yep. And, you know, like, I, I personally, I think Han, Tricotta, and Sabine are like three of the best figures in the game. They're not hunters, which is kind of crazy. Um, One but, of them is. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's yeah. true. You're right. Uh, but, like, they're not bringing the hunter suite, but, like, just the three figures together are each such a threat that they're, it's a scary list to play against. Yeah, no, it's a solid list. Um, I think I think the problem with playing Rebel Heroes against my Jawa Swarm is that if you play Rebel Heroes, it's generally, I mean, you probably know this better than I do, a pretty defensive list. Yeah. So you really want to sit back. Like, ideally, you just, like, sit back in your deployment zone and snipe yep. people if they dare stick their head out. Yep, that's exactly but, like, how it goes. But, like, if you sit back in your deployment zone, then I'm just going to, like, run Jawas all over the map and get a million points. Yep, exactly and right. And that's basically what I did. And the other problem with that is that not only are you going to be, like, the problem with Rebel Heroes against your list is that they, while they have got three of the best figures in the game, they're only going to get four attacks out of those figures at every round, right? Right. And so, assuming you don't roll a dodge, like, they can kill four of your figures right. per, per round. But you're going to roll a dodge, and, like, there's all those other things that are going to happen, so... Yeah, yeah, right. You dodge, like, one attack, and it's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, fluctuations is kind of annoying to play because you get, like, objective which is real stingy you have to really yeah you're really earning it there <laughs> work for it yeah but i think lethal in general is a pretty decent map just because it's so big yep i think it's pretty easy to split okay because i feel like most people said all their guys up either like the left or the right in general yeah and then i usually just like send all my guys like all over the map yeah so like then whichever like, why not do both yeah, so then whichever side my opponent sends all the guys up, generally they win the fight on that side because they have, like, actual guys that do stuff. Yeah. But then we basically split the map, like, crossways, and it's pretty hard to get across the map. Yeah. That way you can't get any good shots, so they can just, like, rack up a bunch of objective points when nobody's in position to do anything about it. Man, that is amazing. It's pretty good. That's awesome. That's very awesome. Yeah. So you take out Michigan Boy, top eight. Yes. And then you go on to, to the semifinals. Yes. So, yeah, I originally thought I was going to play uh, Lewis Swiger in the semifinals. Oh, was man. List. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. Yeah, we got through like half a round, and then it turns out they mispaired their round. Okay. And then I was sad because I think I was going to do pretty good. Yeah, against We talked it over unbots. after we, yeah, we talked it over after we realized they mispaired it. We both agreed that I probably had the advantage. That is interesting, right? Because, like, you're, yeah. like, it's, like, the only list that is out-ugnotting the Ugnots, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I have Java to get points from Junk Droids and then yep. enough Jawas to actually, like, I can just have all my Jawas run Junk Droid cleanup duty. Man, that is incredible. But we'll never know. There you go. So, yeah. Um, so I ended up playing Brian Marks, who I think won Gen Con last year. He did. Very solid four. player. Yes. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um yeah, we played on Maul's map. We played the okay. poster mission. And that was definitely the closest game I had all tournament. Yeah, he was also playing the Rebel Hero list. Yes, like I think Rebel he had Hero. slightly different upgrades. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think he had extra armor and okay. something instead of Rebel High Command. Okay. So, so. how, so, and I, so how like, this is, Maul's map is interesting because Maul's map does something amazing for Rebel Heroes, which is that they are able to be so defensive. And they, like, with Sabine, like, she can jump out, take shots, get back undercover, right? Like, 
it's an it's a really awesome map for an arcing shot, Dracata, Sabine. Like how are you so what were you able to do in order to stay ahead on that one? Um yeah, so he played super defensive. Yeah. Well, I would say I couldn't get really any shots on like yeah. under Dakota all game, but I yeah. wasn't really trying to anyways. Yeah. Like, there's no circumstance which I would ever attack Han on my no. list. No, never. Like, or any, or any smuggler, probably. Yeah. Like, why waste an attack? Why give Han a free attack? Yeah, like, I'll just go pick off, like, Gideon. Yep, or absolutely. Her. Well, I guess Hera's a smuggler, so that's a bad example, but, you know. But, like, someone where the risk, like... Someone with a candle on the lamp. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or even if they're going to on the lamb, right? Like, if they're going to on the lamb with Hera, you're like, okay, right? Yeah, like, that's not that bad. Yeah, you'll, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. So I was able to do a pretty good job with the posters. Um, okay. I got apparently five of them round one. Ooh. And then by round two, I had all six. Um, but I lost a lot of Jawas in the process. Okay. So by the end of round two, I was down... Four Jawas. Okay. So it's down to like two Jawas and Sabine. So you're not rolling dodges? No. I think I dodged like one Dracata shot with Sabine, which was pretty good. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, plus, yeah, it wasn't great. Um, but I was I basically by the end of round three, I kind of stalled out at like 38 points. And I okay. didn't really have a good way to get any more. Mm. Um, but I was able to run my last elite Jawa up to fight uh, Gideon, who's in his com- deployment zone. Okay. Because everybody else was, like, down the hall. They were all bunched up, and I couldn't get to him. Yeah. Which was a shame, because I had, like, six damage on Hera. Yeah. I just, like, couldn't get to her. It's just how that how that story goes. Yeah, he did a pretty good job of protecting his guys. Yeah. But I ran into Jawa up there, and I figured if I could just one-shot Gideon, I would just win, and it would be great. And then I couldn't, but I put, like, three damage into him. And then I was able to, my next activation, just run Sabine up eight spaces and grenade him. Oh, and I had to get, like, the two damage grenade to get him. Oh, man. Which I figured. Eh. 50-50. Yeah, right? Like, you got to get a little lucky at some point. That's exactly better be lucky than good. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, he was apparently kicking himself because he thought I could just order a hit with Jabba to kill Gideon. Oh. Which was a play I did not see. Oh, okay. He probably should have. And then he did something instead of just running Gideon away. Oh, interesting. Trying to like... I think he might have killed Jabba. Okay. No. He didn't kill Jabba that game. I don't know. He did something. Okay. And then he didn't see that I could run Sabine all the way up there and kill him. Ah, uh, interesting. So, interesting. Man, interesting. what a game. <laughs> yeah, it was say, really close. <laughs> I should also say a lot of these games, Jesse, um, Jesse from Denver was who was judging was like live, not live streaming, but like providing us pretty constant updates. So we were following them and like, we know obviously like you're on the Slack. Um, Brian is really active on the Slack. And so it's really, really fun to see when like two people are battling it out. Right. Like, and I know Brian's play style pretty yeah. well, mostly because he plays kind of the same archetype list as I do. So it was really sure. fun to like, see how, cause I mean, I'm, we're hearing about your job with Swarm, and I'm like, man, that is a rebel heroes worst nightmare right rebels want to play scum and they want to play you know vader i guess vader like right like they're fine with vader because they can on the lamb and all that stuff but it's like these jank stuff is just not what rebels can handle so 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was weird. There was, like, no, nobody playing Vader. Nobody. There's, like, one guy. I don't know. I think just, like, all the Vader players don't come to Gen Con. Yeah. For reason. They're mostly, like, on the East Coast and then Scott, <laughs> right, yes. in, in Utah, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just how it goes. Um, awesome. Okay, so now you're on to the final. Yes. And, man, what a final. Yeah. Yeah, so I played Logan Streeter in the finals. Yep. And he had a really Another cool of the hit. Michigan crew. Yes, I think I've played him a couple times before. He's really good. He is really good. Um, I think he took a Cotoon Han list to Worlds two years ago um, and was really cutting it up with it. So, yeah. And he's, he's awesome. Yeah, I think Cotoon doesn't get enough credit. I don't think she does either, but... She's solid. She's kind of squishy, but like... She is kind of squishy. She's like a focused ranger. Like, yep. Shouldn't be near anybody anyways. Yeah. Focused ranger that you can then focus. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so we played on uh, Maul's poster map again. Mm-hmm. So we just drew the same one twice in a row. Yep. And I felt pretty good about it. So he had a weird list, which, if I remember right, was Han and Jin. Yep. And Jared. Yep. And Myrn Rin. Y- yes, he did. And Hera, Gideon, 3PO, R2? It's like a, it's, it's a strange kind of like spy rebel hero list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't so know if he had Mac, but like he, he had. He did have Mac, yes. He did. Have, so he has tons of card control, right? Like he's playing. He had, he had basically all card control. Yeah. I asked him Strat what he was like after the game. Yeah, he's playing Strat Shift. He's playing Intel. Like he's playing Calm Disruption. He's playing. Um, Hostile uh, negotiations. Hostile negotiations, and then I'm thinking of the one that Card has got. Pretty good. It is. It, well, it can, it's not like it can just like wreck your opponent's turn, right? Yeah. Like if you're like, I don't care about this card, but I want to make sure my opponent doesn't have on the lamb, right? Yeah. Like, and he's got two cards in hand. Um, there's a card that's got Han's face on it, where um, your opponent puts a card back on the. Oh, or, stall for time. Stall for time. That's exactly yeah. it. right. Like he's just playing cards like this. So. Oh, yeah, it was just, like, all those. Yeah, the fact that you can play Strategic Shift into Hostile Negotiations oh, yeah. is, like, the meanest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, your opponent's so not dirty. playing Command Cards. I it's love like, that. you can have two cards. It's like, no, yep. you can't have two cards. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's good times. Yep. Yeah, so we had a cool list. Um, it was nine activations, which I think he was a little bit sad about when they sat down. <laughs> yes, indeed. Because he was like, I thought nine was going to be enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, like, so, nine is, like, I'm my peak. Total understanding right now. Yeah, you don't like don't get higher than nine. Yeah, very very rarely. Why would you? So. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah, yeah. So we played. Um, I, I think the first couple of rounds were kind of unexciting. I moved my Jawas out. I got some posters. I got the posters in the middle. Okay. So I basically I had the bottom deployment zone, which is like the more square one. Yep. Near the top. So he actually moved his guys all really far across the top behind that door. Okay. So he was basically right up against that little room with the two doors. Okay. Which I'd never see anybody go that way, so which was interesting. Yeah. So all his guys were super safe. Yes. Which meant I was pretty free to take the posters, posters in the middle and yep. the ones on the side. So it ended up by the end of like maybe the second round, I had um, the four posters outside that room, and he had the two posters in that room because he opened oh. the door into that room. Okay. Um, I think I managed to kill R2 because Chopper can kill R2. Yes, indeed. I think I finished him with a grenade. So I had, like, 
four of my Jawas up on my side of the door into that little room. Okay. And then probably like one or two more out doing poster stuff. And then Hondo and Sabine were around the right side, kind of by the top terminal. Okay. Which I think was how I killed R2, probably with a two shopper chocks and a Sabine grenade. Yeah. Because like, I actually don't feel too bad about attacking R2 with that list. No. I it's mean, nice like, to be able to plug Jawa shots into him. Yeah, you've got enough shots. It doesn't feel that bad. Yeah. Yeah, or you can just finish him with chopper. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, um, I just didn't really have any good shots into him still. Yeah. He did a really good job keeping these guys really safe. Yeah, absolutely. But, so basically the only, the I think the big decision I had to make that game was if I wanted to open my door into that little room. Because mm-hmm. if I did, then we were going to have a big fight. And if I didn't, I think I could have just, I don't know what would happen if I didn't. Okay. I think the correct play might have been to not, now that I think about it. Because, like, he was going to get two points around. I was going to get four points around. Yeah. I was perfectly happy with just, like, chilling. Yeah, exactly. Doing the, the slow play, right? Like, yeah. But that was boring, so I opened my door. <laughs> so why do that? <laughs> yeah. So then he rolled out with Han and uh, one-shot one of my Jawas because it was, like, hidden-focused Han. Why not? Yeah. And then I I basically lost all my Jawas in that fight, but I managed to get Jared... And I managed to finish off Mern towards the end of the game. Mm. He miscounted and was one space close enough so I could ram her with Chopper. Ooh, I love it. Which I guess is fair because I miscounted her health and thought I could uh, kill her with a Sabine grenade. Okay. It's on like three health. And I was like, oh, if I do two more damage, there you go. she'll die. And then I did two damage. I was like, why is she not dead? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so I guess the, fair is fair. Those rebels living by their wits. Yeah. So at the end of that, we were both around like 30 points. Oh my gosh. This game was so close. Yeah. Although um, you, I think you had a few more points ahead. And we were actually, yes. we were talking about it. I was like, Logan has got a path to victory, assuming like nobody dies. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I was able to put a price on Gideon's head. And then, because Gideon was all by himself over in... Uh, Logan's deployment zone. Okay. And, like, there was nobody who could help him. Oh, so then man. I just ran Hondo into his deployment zone. I was like, oh. I'm going to get you, Gideon. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, there was nothing anybody could do about it. But then I got, like, two points from Hondo at the end of the round, which ended up being enough. So I didn't yeah. have to kill Gideon. Mm-hmm. But that price on his head was basically game. That was it, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So Very, very awesome. Yeah, it was a cool game. That is very cool. I mean, what and like what we were all talking about in the Slack, like what an insane meta, right? Like, or what an insane championship, right? Like we got this incredible Jawa swarm versus this very strange rebel spy list, right? Like it's not really a rebel hero list. It's like a spy list with Han. Yeah. And so, man, it was so, so cool to follow. Yeah. I didn't really get to see many of Logan's other games. I didn't really see how that list played. The story apparently was nobody ever played command cards ever. I would definitely believe that. <laughs> I was able to get, I don't know if it was just how my command cards worked. I got a little bit lucky. I was able to squeeze out a lot of my command cards, like, oh, yeah, basically as soon as I drew them. Yeah. It was basically just like, draw two cards, play two cards. There you go. Which, so <laughs> that was nice. Because, yeah, nobody gets to play command cards against that list. I would believe it. Yeah, and that's, that's awesome. Okay, let's um, talk about, so Nova's going to be coming up in, like, three weeks-ish. Four weeks, maybe a month. Oh, yeah, probably is. Now, with that being the case, I'm sure someone's going to want to run the Jawa Swarm. So what, like, what advice, like, what's the, what's the pro tip you've got regarding, how does it play? Like, how, what is a mistake you think that players will make, and what would you recommend instead? 
Okay, so I have one piece of advice, and it's really simple. Okay. Like, basically, anytime you have a choice between doing something that will give you points and doing anything else, you should just do the thing that gives you points. Sound, sounds fair. Like, if you draw a card off black market, you should, like, 99% of the time sell it. Really? Every now, time. that is interesting. Yeah. I think I've, like, once or twice drawn, like, paid points for, like, Price on Their Head or Boutini. Okay. Because okay. like, well, I get extra points back. I think I still price in their head most of the time anyways. Wow, that's interesting. Well, you have to pay a point to draw, and then you have to play it. And you have to so then it's only worth two points, right? And it's also yeah, an it's action. Whole, yeah, it's the whole thing. You could just, like, get a free point. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, sell on the lamb every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Though I it feels a little ballsy if you do it round one. But Yeah, but also it's like, what are you, like, you're playing on the lamb. The only player, or the only figure I think you really want to play it on is Hondo. Yeah, that's right. ideal. But you play it on basically else, the whole list. And everyone else, you're like, well, I'm trading three points, right, for you being still required to attack a three-point figure, right, and yeah. you possibly roll a dodge. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, like, if you can play on the lamb, it's cool, because, like, it's on the lamb. That card's yeah, down, of course. But, yeah, like, I'll sell it every time. That's so awesome. Yeah, but no, just, like, sell all your cards to the black market. Like, if you get surges on your Jawas, just, like, you should probably just surge to bargain. Wow. Surge for Utini. Like, if you... Su- if you like have Utini up and you shoot somebody with an elite Jawa and they dodge, you get two surges. You can be like uh, Utini and bargain, get two points. I'll take it. Just oh like this gosh, is fine. So crazy. <laughs> I'm totally okay with this. Oh man. Yeah, it's awesome. What a world. Yeah, you basically just like get points, like aggressively go after the objectives. Okay. Play a point card. Most of the cards are just like get some points, so it's pretty easy. Man. Uh, this this it's um, a silly list. It is. That's a really interesting. And this play of just like it selling your on the lamb, right? Like it's just so counter to, like it is like the point because I mean people have been playing scum pointers for a while, right? And also people have been playing Jawa swarms for a while. But yeah. I think that this combination of just like you're going to do one thing really really well as opposed to like scum pointers is always kind of like you're trying to keep two feet like one foot in each camp, right? Yeah, because like, I feel like most of the scum. PP lists I've seen are like regular scum hunters, but then you play celebration and yeah, exactly or price on their heads, price right? on their heads. Yeah. So it's like it's two cards. It doesn't really count. Yeah, exactly. Right, like they're like, oh, I've got Sabine with Rebel Graffiti, and I'm playing price on their heads and celebration. Right, so yeah. like it's planning, still planning on doing like that hunter kill swing, and then they're gonna try and you know take advantage of that with point like this point yeah. swing it makes total yeah. sense. But also it's like okay, but you still gotta kill things, right? Right, and you know. Yeah. You gotta go hard on the free victory point cards. Yes, absolutely. You gotta play the good ones and play the bad ones. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, it works. It's not like one card or entire list revolves around. You yeah, that like is what's interesting about it. Pick up, I don't know, spare change amounts of points all the way to 40 points. Yeah, I mean, and like, the thing is, is that most of the time what's gonna happen is your opponent's gonna find themselves in a position. This is where I think Logan was at. Where it's like, I feel like I'm doing good work, but my my Jawa opponent is at, you know, 28 points and I'm at 14 points, right? Yeah. And if I lose Han or if I lose, you know, Hera, all of a sudden, like, I'm going to lose the game, right? And, yeah. like, that's just really scary. It's really scary and you're, you're not able to manage that. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the ways to get points your opponent can't really interact with. Okay. Which is really good. That is interesting. Because, like, I mean, you can negate Rebel Graffiti, but, like, if I play Pickpocket, it's just, like, I'm going to take your points. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to like it. <laughs> I mean, you're probably not going to like it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't, think you're gonna, I don't think they are going to like it, but you are no. going to do it. I do love Pickpocket. <laughs> the card's dumb. The card doesn't even take an action. 
I know, it's crazy. It's just like, give me three points. I know. I mean, it's interesting because, like, it, like the reason why I think pickpocket didn't get played is because no one wanted to run a smuggler up, like, to that's their true. opponent. But, like, with Jawas, you're like, that's, you've got so many of them, right? You've got yeah. six Jawas, four regulars, and the whole point is, like, they are expendable, right? They're rolling yeah. a white die. You want your opponent to shoot at them. And so, like, they are truly swarming through your opponent. Yeah. No, but, yeah, like, everybody in that list is pretty expendable. Yeah, it's so awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's not, I don't know. I feel like it's not that complicated a list to play. You just go get a bunch of free points. That's exactly right. I mean, I, I think that, I, I do think there is a lot to knowing, like, when, who to try and get your, where to try and pull your kills. Yeah. Right? And I, and oh, no, not, that's easy. It's just whoever's easiest. Okay. So, not Han. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know who doesn't really fight back is, like, 3PO. There you go. And R2. Okay. And, like, I don't know, anybody stuck their head out too far. You're like, well, so you are... Because your opponent was, like, willing to, like, bomb one figure in to yeah. kill somebody important. They're like, okay, cool. You, like, ran on our way the hell over here and one-shot my Sabine. Yeah. It's like, it's fine. <laughs> I will now kill... I'll, I'll it's kill like, I'm going to kill your owner and get, like, That's 15 exactly points right. out of it. Cut him to death. Yeah. And oh, like, man. Here. How how crazy. Yeah. I would love to see somebody run it at Nova, though. That would be very, very... I, I mean, I'm sure we'll get one player who will try it. Right? It'll be tougher because there's going to be... I think the Carolina guys, at least one of them is going to run the Carolina Swarm, which is all of those riot troopers. Yes. I would and be interested to play against that. I've never that would be... It. That is exact. We, we talked about that. I'm like, that would be an extremely interesting matchup, right? Because they're putting about the same number of figures on the board, which is insane. Yeah. And their, their theory is, like, it's a similar thing, but in, like, a different flavor where... They're absorbing tons of shots. They also have tons of expendable units, but their figures are not dying, right? Or they're coming back. That's or, true. right, it's taking so much to kill them. Yeah. So that would be very, very interesting. Yeah, I'd be interested to try it. I don't know if it would... I think it would be tough, but I think it's doable. Yeah. Like, Java would do a lot of work against that. It's true. Uh, it's Playing Java true. into Riot Troopers feels pretty good. Then yep. It feels like you actually get, like, the points they're worth. Because most of the time, you're not getting those points, and that yeah. feels real bad. Yep. And then IA would have a similar number of figures, and my guys at least have guns. Yeah, that's a great point. So, yeah, I'd be interested to try it. I think it'd be kind of rough, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just for, for all the reasons that Rebel Hunters struggle, or Rebel Heroes struggle, like a Riot Swarm does well, right? It's got yes. lots of attacks, it's very durable, and its attacks are solid, right? So it's going to also kill your figures. Like, it could, it could clear your board, right, in, like, two turns. Right. If they're able to, if you don't roll dodges and, like, they're positioned well, but... Yes. Obviously, that's something you play against. So, yes, yeah, that'd be interesting. I think that would be a pretty solid. Choice. All right. Well, someone back east who's going to Nova, run the Jawa Swarm so we can see how this goes. Yeah, seriously, do it. I think it's okay. a really good list. There you go. And Pat, you got to come out to Las Vegas for the Las Vegas Open so you can run it against Scott Spader. All right. I played against Vader a decent amount in testing. Really? Yeah, I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah, I mean, like, you're not going to kill Vader, No, right? you don't so, try and kill Vader. Yeah, so, like, that is, it, it, it makes for some interesting choices regarding yeah. do they put people out who you can kill without needing to get through Vader, so. Yeah, well, if they don't put anybody out on the map, then, like, 
you just take all the objectives and win. Yeah, absolutely. And if they do, then you can pick off like a couple jets and call it a day. Yeah. Palpatine is awful to play against, though. Ooh, I Palpatine's of rough. That. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't even thought of that. Because like every time you activate, it's like, oh, you got a one health Jawa, like tempt him to death. Oh, like man. Emperor, kill some other Jawa, force lighting some other Jawa to death, can't even dodge. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> every time he goes, I lose like four figures. Ooh. This is fun. Yeah, I Palp is man. When Palp does work, he does work. Oh God, yeah, he does a lot of work against Jawas. He does. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see as like prime or regional season is shaking out. We'll have to see how that goes. Obviously, F, do you do you know yeah. when FFG is going to be having their regional? No, I don't think anybody knows when FFG is doing regionals. <laughs> there you go. That's that's <laughs> whenever they. Think, as far as I know, they're still going to do store champs before that. They are. That is interesting. That is. But they haven't announced store champs for like any of their games, so I don't know. What no. Doing. So yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't think because like Destiny, they're not doing store champs until I think after Worlds, right? And Worlds is in October. They are going to be doing primes, I think. But again, even that's like not totally clear. I think like I like FFG's OP is like trying to get it together with all of these other games, and so the fact that they haven't makes me feel better about IA, but... Yeah, I think they changed a couple of people who are pretty high up in their OP. Yeah. Uh, like, hierarchy, too. So I think they're just, like, in the middle of, like, trying to redo everything right now. That's my okay. guess. Because okay. as far as I can tell, like, everything's weird for all their games. It's not just yep. IA. Makes me feel better. That's there what, you go. That's, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear that everyone else is, everyone else is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, Pat, do you have any more... Uh, pearls of wisdom, words of advice for the aspiring Jawa player? Mm, not really. What's your most favorite card that is not broken? Like your most favorite command card in your deck? What's the I card mean, you most Is it a cop out to say Utini? No, it is not. No, that card's super fun. Okay, so Utini. tell us actually, so maybe a lot of people don't know how Utini <laughs> works. Explain that card. Okay, so Utini is you play it at the start of a round. And then during this round, every friendly Jawa scavenger gets plus one speed, plus one accuracy, and they can surge. For if you're attacking a figure, you gain a point. Man, that's crazy. So then you just have all your Jawas roll out and shoot people for points. So, and the idea there is that you're gonna, going to use it, hopefully, the top of a round when you've got lots of Jawas and you're just going to haggle and, you know, teeny yourself to you know, five to six to seven victory points, right? And who cares yep. if you kill anything? Like, that's Pretty much. Yeah, it turns out if you waste your surges with Jawas on getting points, you don't really do that much damage. Yeah, of course. She's just like, well, I could search for damage, I could do two damage, or I could just get a point. Yeah, I mean, but, like, realistically, like, that's pretty strong value, right? Yeah. Like, if you could choose to say, like, okay, you're not going to kill this figure, but you can get a point out of this instead, right? Like, that's pretty solid. Yeah, so. no, it's real good. I think I yeah. didn't get that many, actually, that many, managed to get that many points out of it at Gen Con. Really? Which is a little sad, but... Man. I definitely had rounds where I got, like, five, six points out of it. See, there you go, sick. right? That's crazy, right? You can do like, pretty good on uh, Maul's Gangster Map. Okay. If you can manage to draw round one. Yeah. I think oh. I figured out it's possible to put all six Jawa shots into, like, the Gangster right by your deployment zone round one. Oh, my gosh. That is which incredible. is only possible because they get, like, five speed. <sighs> but you can do it. Yeah, that is <laughs> It's incredible. tricky, but you can do it. That's amazing. And then you get, like, six free points and, like maybe do a couple damage to the gangster. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> then you got to have, like, Hondo and Sabine roll in and actually kill them. <laughs> of course. But you can do it. It's pretty yeah. good. And then, yeah, and then you're up, like, ten points by then round one. And there you go. And it's like, have fun playing back from that, chipping away by killing, you know, a three, uh, two and three-cost figure, right? Yep. So, man, that is amazing. 
Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Pat, many congratulations to you on a well-deserved win. You have taken the most interesting list to a Gen Con slash Worlds major tournament win in a long time. So that is awesome. Yeah, thanks. It was a ref- it was especially refreshing after Specter Bowl. So yes, <laughs> we, were, we were all glad to see that there was such crazy diversity in the in the list that were brought to Gen Con. Yeah, it was actually a pretty diverse tournament. It was. I mean, like, there was a lot of Rebel and Scum, but, like, the Rebel, everyone's lists were very, very, very different, right? So, you know, and, like, Brian Vandergeeling, who's such a good player, he was running, like, he he took Spectre um, to Worlds. He has won a ton of tournaments, and he took Jawas, right? Like, it's just that kind of a tournament. Yeah, I feel like that dude always brings weird lists to Gen Con. I think last year he brought a different IG uh, Bantha Rider list. Gosh, I love it. I was like, this is like the same list I just ran at Worlds. I thought it was really janky. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing here, Brian? <laughs> are you spying on me? Yeah, exactly. Oh, awesome, cool. awesome. Well, that's cool. Again, Pat, many congratulations, and thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. We want to encourage everybody to, if you're going to Nova, uh, let us know what the results are. Get, let us know what your lists are. Obviously, we want them for the Google Doc, and we want to thank everyone for listening. Everyone have a good night. Mm-hmm.